thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 27. Weary with toil, I haste me to my bed. The dear repose for limbs with travel tired, but then begins a journey in my head to work my mind when body's work has expired. For then my thoughts, from far where I abide, intend a zealous pilgrimage to thee, and keep my drooping eyelids open wide, looking on darkness which the blind do see. Save that my soul's imaginary sight presents thy shadow to my sightless view, which, like a jewel hung in ghastly night, makes black night beauteous and her old face new. Lo, thus, and by... and there, Lo, thus, by day my limbs, by night my mind, for thee and for myself no quiet find. That was Sonnet 27 with me messing up a couple of times. That's, I think, going to have to be my standard intro. Uh, This is uh, Shakespeare Sonnets. I'm Mark Chatterley, and we're going through all the sonnets, and I'm joined by the the lovely and happy and jolly and and slightly tired because he was up last night. Thierry Hillis. There we go. And I thought this was Hooray. quite an appropriate sonnet for you. Yeah, yeah. We we, we were talking about insomnia earlier because I can't sleep at night. And yeah, this is this is very fitting. Is is that because your soul's imaginary sight presents thy shadow or your lover's shadow to your sightless view? I don't have a love to think of at the moment now. Oh, we need to get your young boy to think of when you're in bed. Oh, dear. No, not... <laughs> it's approved by Shakespeare. It must be fine. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I guess a boy would would keep me up at night, but <laughs> with more sort of. Why am I thinking about this? No, um, we'll we'll find you. We'll find you some lover. Um, not necessarily a boy. Um, probably a woman more your age so, that will keep you up at night it, through the, her shadow, not anything else. <laughs> Just, could... just the shadow lurking in the back. <laughs> yes, the jewel hung in in ghastly nights is is what we need. Um, yes, this which is... which is a lovely line at first sight, and then you start thinking about it, and you go, "It's a bit weird." The lovely jewel in ghastly night. Yeah, just big. I don't know. It's a bit creepy, almost. It's an odd, odd metaphor, I guess. I, or, or no, it'd be a simile, I guess. Uh, but because in in night, he's he's basically saying he can't see. And then he's saying he can see a jewel hung. So, like, the jewel has some sort of radiance to it, I guess. Is that one guess? I, I guess that would make sense. I mean, I, I, I know what he's trying to say, but just... The, the line is looking weirder and weirder the more I look at it. What, what do you think he's trying to say? Because I'm not sure I know what he's trying to say. I, I would just go for the jewel being whoever the, the person is that he's thinking about. Okay. And it's basically the ghastly night because he can't sleep. Okay, okay. And I guess hung. The, the issue with that is the word hung. Then, if you're seeing, if you're, if you're, I, I, I guess he, he could be going on about the um, the crown jewels. Maybe. I I suppose that would be more that, in the that hung in. But um, make it's, there is a lot of nice imagery in this one. Makes black night beauteous with her old with. Her old face new, which is uh, her old face new is an odd bit, but but makes that's, black that's face, yeah. You're you're ugly in the day, but when it's quite dim light, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, you're passable. That's... 
Or or is it is does it link to that whole he loves the boy but doesn't it wants a girl and and at night it makes her because it's her old face new. Yeah, that's true. He does say her, which is is interesting. So maybe I maybe I've missed something from this poem. I need to reread it. Um, it's clues like this, listeners, that makes me feel like I'm I've missed something in the poem <laughs> when it's not talking about a boy anymore. It's now talking about a her. Um, but I can't see what I've missed. I don't. No. Looks on darkness which mm. the blind do see, save that my soul's imaginary sight presents thy shadow to my sightless view, which, like a jewel hung in ghastly night, makes black night beauteous, and her old face new. Ah, so her could be black Oh, night. it's the night. Yeah. So, ah, that's, yeah. that's what I mean. We've got it. <laughs> we got it. It may take us longer than some, but we get there. <laughs> Analytical power, we have it. <laughs> It's actually just, you know, reading the sonnet and paying attention. Because when, when I read these at the beginning, so much of my mind is attrib- is going, don't mess it up, don't mess it up, don't mess it up, that I don't really know what I'm reading. I don't know if that's the same for you at the end. I Yeah, but you, you, you don't read it and trying to understand the meaning, you just read it and try to not mess up all the stupid <laughs> words that he's being put in there. <laughs> um... So what? What? Because I do you have like a special view on this? Being someone who finds it hard to sleep. Well, I, I've surely never wrote a sonnet this eloquent when I wasn't when I wasn't uh, able to sleep. Well, maybe but I you quite, should try. I I don't think I could. I I, I wouldn't have the strength when I'm actually trying to sleep. I don't think my brain would be even capable of let, let, let find the rhymes, let alone stay within the structure of a sonnet, <laughs> or, or, or use words that are uh, more than tired and. Uh. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it, for, for for then my thoughts from far away by intent a zealous zealous pilgrimage to thee and keep my drooping eyelids open. Ah, just it's a. It's a beautiful description. It is. But I, I don't think anyone apart from Shakespeare could think of that while lying awake. Well, I he might not have written it lying awake. He might have written it whenever, just thinking about insomnia. Okay. But Yeah, it's 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 a very nice poem. I like the we're at the beginning. Weary with toil, I haste me to my bed. Then dear repose for limbs with travel tired. But then begins a journey in my head to work my mind when body's works expired it's just such a nice four lines and it, it does describe things quite well I mean I, I don't suffer from insomnia thankfully but I mean it takes me a while to get to sleep and it does feel like you get to bed and your your limbs are going finally but your brain goes now it's my turn and yeah and it, just... it just starts racing with thoughts and you just yeah and ev- everything that you, you try not to worry about during the day, your brain just goes, here's all your problems. Just take them, take them, think about them, think about them. And you just lie there and go, oh, my body hurts. I just want to sleep. Yeah. No. No, you must think about how you have no friends and you have no social life. No. That's a link back to the previous podcast. For those who, who are skipping them. If, if, if you've tuned in, if Sonic 27 happens to be your favourite podcast, go listen to Sonic 26 and, and just listen to my rant and then you'll know what that little bit is. <laughs> It'd be worth it. I, 
we we've started referencing other podcast <laughs> other episodes of the podcast this is uh it's very limited it's only ever within the four that we record in a, in a batch <laughs> because that's the bit that we can remember <laughs> oh this is good we're, we're professionals professional um yes I, I, again, are we still in that? I remember, not in this four, but in the previous four, you mentioned something like the sea of of, of boringness or something. The tranquil sea, it was called, or something I, like that. That there was a, I, a group I of poems. I can't. I mean, this this definitely reads like it would still be in that sort of very one uh, con- contemplating and yeah, yeah. They're not bad poems, but but not necessarily deep this is very much uh, as the internet puts it ron seal what what you get is what's on the tin i mean it's it's got some lovely images my soul's imaginary sight presents thy shadow to my sightless view so it just even even if you're lying there in darkness just all the images your brain chucks at you i mean in this particular case it, it seems to be another person but it 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 could be anything really and it's it's quite and, a lovely again, image. Sorry, I, I, I was just gonna say, and again, this would have been proper darkness as well. Not like if you gain if you live in a city or even a village, it's not the darkness you experience at night unless you have proper blackout curtains. This is is like this. Dark, this would be dark. pitch black. Yeah, and and, and it, it, I suppose it does show again why the mysticism of the time really worked because you wouldn't go out at night because you couldn't see there it was pitch black unless there happened to be a full moon or or many many stars that you could see it would be very very dark and that's why people were very scared of being out at night and if you were out at night you were a bit of a weirdo or a ripper you should be in bed or a ripper it's because you should be in bed um and and having trouble sleeping because there's a jewel hung in front of your face that's 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 that, what it should that, be. that 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 didn't really help in the uh, weirdness of that line. <laughs> no, it didn't. There did is it? a jewel hanging in but front of your face. It's not my job. Just... <laughs> oh no, no, tea bagged and not good. Ah, oh, bad. Dad, that's where my brain goes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's well. I mean, it is Shakespeare. I, we, build... We've we've uh, we've had quite a bit of masturbation and sex. So who knows? <laughs> I I I, I was where we end up at the end. Oh God. <laughs> sorry, you were going to say I you were. I I I completely lost thought. You've been you've been struck dumb by the 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 wonder of Summit Twenty Seven, which is interesting because it talks about blindness, not dumbness. Uh, dumbness in the early sense of dumbness, not not you're just a bit dim, dumb. Dumb is in can't speak, dumb, which I'm pretty sure is not the correct term anymore. But it would have been in Shakespeare's time. Yeah, words change. Yeah, and and probably for good reason as well. It's like the um. Uh, the the National Spastic Society changed its name in the UK because kids in playgrounds were calling all their friends spastics, so they changed their name to Scope, uh, uh, which the charity was that actually called the Spastic Wow Society. Yeah, yeah, 
National Spastic Society or something like that they were called. I remember the big... Uh, in this country, at least, because you didn't grow up in this country. But they no. were in supermarkets. You could put coins in the big charity bins. And they had this big dome on it and, like, a funnel system. And you put the coin in and it would go around and around on one edge and run around the funnel. And it would get... Sort of the diameter would reduce and it'd get faster and faster and faster and then drop into the... It was great fun. Drop into the I collection. Th- but, I, I um, think yeah, they, they might their still name be doing that. They might do. You, there might be a few around. I haven't seen one in a while. But they, they used to be called the National Spastic Society. Kids would then use spastic as a, as a bad word to, to you know, oh, you're spastic. So, uh, they as as kids do. Yeah. And they changed their name to Scope and all that happened is now kids call each other Scopies. It, it, it's... And it's the same argument with you know kids nowadays using gay as an insult. They don't necessarily mean it in the context which adults view it. They're not when they call their friends gay. They're not calling their friends a homosexual. They're calling their friends a bad term. And and there are issues with that because it permanently in their minds links gay with gay bad. with bad. But, but but that's not the same as calling their friends gay as uh, because being gay is bad. And and. Or at least in my mind, that's what they're doing. But that's very interesting. Anyway, sorry, that was a, another sidebar again because of, of the word dumb and, and blind. But blind's still fine, I'm sure. Hmm. Well, d- dumb is still a bit weird because if, if dumb meant not saying anything, d- dumb people tend to be the ones who shout the loudest. <laughs> Originally, I'm sure dumb, the original meaning of it was can't speak. Because there was the phrase, uh, has been struck deaf and dumb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I'm now now doing a Google search for dumb. Um, Let's have a look. Just what dictionary.com, that I'm sure. (laughs) No, even better, the free dictionary.com. This is good. Um, Yeah, dumb, lacking the power of speech. It's still listed as its first... It's first. Well, we um, we still have words like uh, dumbfounded. Uh, that basically means being yeah. speechless, and oh, so maybe it hasn't Weird. been replaced by something. If it has, let us know, because I'd be interested to know what the correct term. I'm not going to say politically correct because I think that, but unfortunately, the term politically correct, which essentially just means being nice to people, has been hijacked to mean something <laughs> negative, which is the ultimate. Um, it's political uh, I, I correctness gone mad. Irony. <laughs> The fact that the the phrase political correctness, which was was brought around to just mean being nice to people, has now been usurped to become a bad thing, is is I think very ironic, very funny, and quite sad at the same time. Well, pe- people don't like it if you we try to, to regulate their speech, and that that's basically what political correctness has become. People go, oh, you ca- you can't say that; it's not PC to call someone gay, and then people go, well. Then PC is something bad because PC tells me what I can't, what what I can and cannot say. Yeah, but 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 when you're telling someone what they can and cannot say because it's a nice thing, as in don't call someone gay as a negative, is I think a good thing. I mean, yeah, I, that... g- common sense, but it, it yeah, I, I can see how people would still go. You're you're telling me I'm not allowed to use the words that I like to use. Yeah, and and that's it's it's what they're used to. People don't like giving up what they're used to. So I don't like the fact that I've always called the corner shop the the I don't even want to say that word on air. Um, no, that's not, I'm going to find another example. 
Let's we'll stick with the gay example because I'm more comfortable with that. But yeah, the the fact that are you a homophobe, Mark? <laughs> no, as anyone I'm sure who follows me online will know. Um, the, but the fact that that people are now in their twenties and and have always called people gay as a negative, and then you come along and say, actually, it's it it, it means this very specific thing, and they don't like you using it in that context. You're you're then. You're not only telling someone they can't do what they're used to, you're telling them what they've been doing for the past 8, 9, 10, 15 years. Has been wrong. Has been wrong and it has a negative connotation. They've been hurting people. And I think people don't like that view. So their brain automatically goes into, well, I've always done it, therefore it must be okay. Because as as creatures, we're very much, if something happens a lot, it must be okay. Yeah, we're creatures of habit, yeah. And yeah, that's that's my, my fear anyway. Um, we're not talking about the sonnet anymore, are we? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, listeners. It's, yeah, it's it's not as bad as talking about Tom Cruise. No, in Minority Report, that was a that was a fun show. But yes, no. Wait, let, let's let's look at this. It's very one track again. I, I know I'm saying. Yeah, again, again, we're, we're we're probably missing several levels of depth here, but. There, you're not listening to this for an academic analysis, so uh, it's your fault if you want one. Yes, and, and uh, we can we can do the thing that Wikipedia told us, which is it's a pangramic sonnet, which um, uh, we did look up, which, which means it uses every letter of the alphabet. So the Z is in zealous, the W is in weary, uh, the X is somewhere there. Did we have uh, an expired? X? Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. So it, uh, all of the all of the really awkward ones. Q, where's Q? Q's an awkward one to get in. Uh... Oh, the queue. There must be a queue. There has to be a queue. What am I telling Someone, I can. You can just we hear people listening to us screaming. <laughs> in there, of course. How it's can there. you not? Oh, oh, oh! Quiet. Find. Final line. Uh, final line. So, see, so all all the letters are there. Uh, we're we're not going to go through the alphabet <laughs> for everyone. But that Wikipedia says it's so. Therefore, it must be so. Um, which is nice, and it's not something. I don't know. Uh, it, I guess in a sonnet, it could happen by accident because you're not constricted to only using each letter once. But uh, yeah, but get, getting it's... all the awkwards in like Q and Z and X, that's the... it maybe too much yeah. of a coincidence to. Uh... And if 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 there is actually something like a pangramic sonnet, then it's probably not by coincidence that he's, this one has it. Uh, yeah, I think that's what I would argue. I, I don't know what it brings to the poem or to the sonnet. I don't know what it means by the fact it's there. Um, but it's there. It it might just be a, look at me, I can write after all. Screw you, people who read 25 and 26. <laughs> who, who believed me when I said I couldn't write. <laughs> and then he's turning into arrogant Shakespeare from Doctor Who. <laughs> ah, excellent I'm going to let you read this one it's quite a nice one to read I think so anyway you, you say that I've messed up the last two <laughs> so have I on the intro so it's, it's, it's only fair yeah. Sonnet 27 weary with toil I haste me to my bed the dear repose for limbs with travel tired but then begins a journey in my head to work my mind when body's work expired for then my thoughts, from far where I abide, 
in tender zealot's pilgrimage to thee, and keep my drooping eyelids open wide, looking on darkness. How do I mess up darkness? You could you could have just kept going. Oh, no. Yeah, but then I stumbled on. I was gonna say two, and there was a witch. Well, yeah, darkness two witch would be, I guess, would be more it just, modern. Shakespeare's fault for writing wrong. Yes, I agree. Looking on darkness, which the blind do see, save that my soul's imaginary sight presents thy shadow to my sightless view, which, like a jewel hung in ghastly night, makes black night beauteous and her old face new. Lo, thus my day... My, my, <laughs> it's becoming a tradition now, you stumbling. Uh, on it. It's just... Yeah. Lo... Thus by day my limbs, by night my mind, for thee and for myself, no quiet find. That's good. Actually, that is that's a beautiful couplet at the end there. It is. It's yeah, very very nice, and and it actually very much sums up the whole the whole, the whole sonnet. sonnet. Yeah. It's, and and you must he must have written them and gone. Oh, why the hell did I write the other twelve lines? <laughs> Uh, anyway, that was uh, Sonnet 27 from Shakespeare's Sonnets. I've been Mark Chasley. I have been Thierry Hayless. And, and we will see you next time. time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chasley and Thierry Hayless. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.